Gophers hockey, who's staying and who's going. Then we'll talk Amir Coffey, Gopher alum who's been thriving in the NBA. And finally, a new segment called Guess That Gopher. Stay tuned. No matter what happens, no matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Uh, whatever turns out, however it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. And then when it does turn out, good or bad, we're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You know what time it is, folks. It is time for the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Rob. I am the host of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at 4KaneRobVideo. That's at the number 4KaneRobVideo. We got big things coming up over the next week, especially the incorporation of video and getting over on YouTube. So if that is more of your preference, that is coming out soon. Otherwise, if you enjoy the audio format, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on anywhere you follow podcasts, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming platform. Tomorrow we are doing a mailbag episode. I've already got a handful of questions that we will be answering, but if you have a question on Minnesota Golden Gophers that you want answered, or even a topic that you want addressed, send those our way. Email them to LockedOnGoldenGophers at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Twitter at LOGophers. Or there's a pinned post on the at LOGophers Twitter page, and you can drop it in the comments on that post as well. So please send those our way so we can talk even more on tomorrow's episode. We will be closing the show today with a new segment called Guess That Gopher. If you've ever listened to K-Fan's initials game, think that, except for Twisted Our Way for the Gophers. So hope you'll stay tuned for that as well. But let's jump into this first topic which is Gophers hockey. I want to talk about the players that are leaving, players that are likely returning, and players that are up in the air in what we think they may be doing heading into the next hockey season. Breezing through the players that are leaving, we hate to see it go. We love the success we had this past season, but I guess you're moving on. So, in sadness, we say goodbye to Blake McLaughlin. He is moving on to the NHL where he was a prospect for the Ducks. Now he'll likely play for their AHL affiliate, but he is officially leaving and he will not be back next season. Then we have three transfers that were announced this past week. Ben Brinkman, Grant Cruikshank, and Johnny Sorensen. Now they all had roles on the team that competed. Brinkman and Cruikshank both had line spots and Sorensen was our additional skater. So, again, sad they are leaving, but we have a lot of promise returning and joining the squad next year, so don't fret, Gophers fans. Best of luck to those guys in their careers. But let's get to those players who are returning. First one we have to start off with is Brock Faber. There were rumors that the Kings had offered Faber a lineup spot for their upcoming game, at the Minnesota Wild, and he politely declined so he could return to the Gophers. You love to hear that. You love to see this young kid want to stay and play and compete 
at this level, knowing we have the talent and the outlook to be on to something special. So love that we get Brock Faber back. We also will have Chaz Lucius returning. He was a promising freshman who contributed a lot to the team. He was a first-round pick by the Jets' last draft in 2021, but we lost him late in the year due to a foot injury, which leaves him likely to come back and also be a key contributor once he is healthy. We also have Bryce Brodzinski coming back. Brodzy is probably going to be back. It's not 100% guarantee quite yet. He's a Flyers prospect and he just finished his junior year, but I do think he comes back for his senior year, likely being a player that would move to the Flyers AHL to start if he was to make the jump. So why not run it back with a team you know is in the thick of it for a national championship, especially when he can play with Nyes if Nyes decides to return once again. And after that beautiful, sweet, sweet goal that they made together in the Frozen Four, maybe even potentially a line mate matchup could be in store. Two more guys I want to mention before we move on to the players that are more of a toss-up are Tristan Braz. He's a Penguins prospect. He was a freshman last year. He contributed a nice bit in the first year, especially while some of the key contributors were off at the Olympics in the middle of the season. He should be a great returning member to have back. And then finally, we have Justin Close, who you all know stood out late in the season when he was called upon. And how much did he stand out? Well, Justin Close was one of the most remarkable seasons we had seen in Gophers history from the goal position. He was an all-Big Ten honorable mention, an all-regional tournament team for the NCAA. He was 14-5-0 with a .73 win rate, which I expect to go up next season. And he had three shutouts. Now, on top of that, he had a .925 save percentage, which is fourth in the University of Minnesota's history. So, great guy in Justin Close. Can't wait to see how much he develops over the offseason. And let's not bog down too much on that Frozen Four game. I am more than excited to have Justin Close back. I would be remiss if I didn't add or at least mention guys like Rhett Pitlick, who is a Montreal prospect, and Mason Nevers, who will be back with us as well. But let's move on to the players that are more of a guess on what they may be doing next season, and they have yet to make a decision. The biggest being, well, biggest or second biggest, depending on who you're thinking, is Matthew Nyes. He's a Leafs prospect. He was a draft pick by them, and he could return or he could go. Honestly, after his great freshman year, I personally think he will return. It was reported that Sheldon Keith, the Toronto Maple Leafs head coach, had said about Matthew Nyes, he's a player we're excited about and he's had a monster season. But the point that I really want to stress in this quote is that he says, when the time is right for him, the team would welcome him, whether it's this season or down the line, whatever it might be. So it's nice that the coach, at least, is not putting the pressure on Matthew Nyes. It's more of his own decision. And if it is more of his decision, I think that gives us a better chance to 
retain him another year with the Golden Gophers. That being said, he is meeting with the GM, I believe, of the Maple Leafs on Wednesday. So when you're listening to this podcast, he will have either met with or be meeting with the GM for the Leafs. So we should have news shortly on whether he will be returning or not. Next up is Ryan Johnson. He's a Sabres prospect. I lean that he's possibly going to return, but honestly, this is one of the ones that is almost a 50-50 toss-up for me. He could stay or he could go. I really hope he comes back. I think we have a lot of talent coming back, and he would be great leadership for the young guys we are bringing in. But that one, I can't for sure guess. Another one that is closer to 50-50 for me is Jackson Lacombe. He could return or he could go to the Ducks. That being said, Eric Stevens, a reporter at The Athletic for the Ducks, seems to think he may be leaning towards returning to the Gophers. So it's still a toss-up, but it might be in our favor. Now we're going to move on to Aaron Huglin. He is likely going to return, if you ask me. He's a Sabres prospect as well. He had a good season, but I believe he'll be back. He didn't have a season that would make an NHL team want to get him going ASAP, being a younger prospect. I think they'll allow him to develop a bit more and stay with the Gophers, who are a competitive bunch that he could really grow and learn from. Now, the two that are likely leaving the roster, and one is the guy that most people have their eyes on the most, if we're being honest, and that's Ben Myers. I think he's likely going pro. He's got so many teams that he can basically choose from when it comes to NHL, and that is a position that you don't get put in too often. Now, if he stays with the U of M and then he plays another season, will he have that same opportunity? Possibly, maybe even probably, but is that something you want to risk? Knowing how hot of a year you had with the Olympics, with the Gophers this season, and how you've built up your your draft stock, well, not draft stock, but your capital for an NHL team, why wouldn't you go pro? So I think he will. And then Sammy Walker, I think he's likely to at least try his hand at the pros. Uh, I'm not sure how successful he will be at the next level, but again, I'm going to wish him nothing but luck as he takes that step forward. That being said, I think with the younger movement coming in, I'm not sure he's going to be the one going to want to be the guy that stays of the older group that seems to be kind of parting for these new gophers. Now before we move on to our next topic, I just want to touch on the number one recruiting class that we have coming in for the Gophers College hockey team. And that recruiting class includes four players that are heavily involved in the USA national team development program. That is Cruz Lucius, who is Chaz's brother, Logan Cooley, who is a projected top three NHL pick, Jimmy Snuggerud, who is a projected first rounder, and Ryan Chesley, who is a projected second rounder. I believe Cruz could possibly be a second rounder as well. So four prospects that could all see themselves go in the first two rounds of this NHL draft. The only thing that worries me is Logan Cooley has talked about potentially trying to make the jump right away and be that guy to make the jump. Hopefully not. Hopefully he comes to the Gophers for at least one season, but that's something to look forward to. So that's the Gophers hockey in a nutshell. Went a little long on this first part, but we had to talk hockey, and I'm not talking that Boston hockey, that East Coast hockey that fools are starting to say 
is the best because that's just a falsity. I mean, Midwest is the best, especially when you're talking about the state of hockey, Minnesota, and the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. So our next topic, we're going to dive into an alum that is an NBA player now who is taking the league by storm. That coming up next. First, I got to talk to you about those delicious things that we know as Built Bars. They are the protein bar that you can compare to a candy bar when it comes to taste, but when it comes to health, it's much better for you. A candy bar is 240 calories with 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs, but most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, so a lot less, on top of 17 grams of protein. They come in flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month is the white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are always coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it will be delicious and good for you. So check them out. Go over to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now let's talk about coffee. No, I'm not talking about that stuff you can find at your local Starbucks or Caribou. I'm talking about Gophers alum Amir Coffee. Amir Coffee had a slow start to his NBA career, but this year he has been taking off. He is a player for the Los Angeles Clippers, and he currently, and I do mean currently as in this very moment, is in Minnesota, back in Minnesota, playing the Minnesota Timberwolves right now because I am recording this podcast the night before you all will hear it. So he's currently playing the Timberwolves. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten a lot of minutes in this play-in game, but he is a large reason on why that Clippers team is still in contention to be in the play-in game in the first place. Coffee has been on a tear as of late. This year, he has started in 30 games for the Clippers with both of their stars, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, missing a lot of action this season. And he is averaging career highs of 9 points, 37.8 shooting percentage from 3, and he's playing about 22 minutes per game. Now, 9 points might not sound like a lot or blow you off the stat sheet, along with 37% from deep. It's pretty good, but it's not up in that 40% range where the top, top guys are shooting. But let's think about this for a moment. That's putting together both these games that he started on top of the games where he was playing a couple minutes at the end of games in the beginning of the season. So it's really skewing his numbers. But if you look at how he has been playing lately, this season Coffee has had seven games with 20 plus points with four of those coming in January, including a game of 29 points versus Washington and 27 points versus Indiana. He also had 32 points versus the defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, on April 1st. And then just as recent as a few days ago, on April 10th, he joined an elite group of players. Players such as Michael Jordan, Vince Carter, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, 
LeBron James, Luka Doncic, and Amir Coffey. Those are the only players to be in this list of guys that have scored at least 35 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 7 three-pointers in one game. I'm going to say that again so you can chew on it a little bit. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 7 three-pointers in one game. And he's in a group of only 9 players that include Michael Jordan, Vince Carter, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, LeBron James, Luka Doncic, and Amir Coffey. I mean, that is a great group to be along with and have your name in that list. And I think the best is truly yet to come. Regardless of how this season finishes for the Clippers, if they lose tonight against the Timberwolves and have to do another playing game to try to get into the playoffs, or if they get completely bounced from the playoffs, or if they lock their spot in, no matter how any of that goes, Coffey has made a case for himself to get an opportunity of increased minutes whether that be with the Clippers or a new team. Now, if his numbers hold steady, say they get into the playoffs and his numbers hold steady over the playoffs and he gets the minutes, he gets the opportunity, and he shows some shine. Man, that was hard to say. Shows some shine. I believe that he will have suitors flooding to at least get him on a mid-level contract in the NBA because After this season has concluded, Amir Coffey will be a free agent. His contract is up at the end of the year, and I believe that he's going to have a couple of teams after him regardless of if he gets any playoff opportunity. But if he gets playoff opportunity and he shows up, it's a wrap, folks. He is going to get some money, and he's going to get a larger opportunity to show what he really is. So as Gopher fans, keep pulling for your guy. If they beat the Timberwolves, you can cheer for Amir Coffey in the playoffs. If they lose to the Timberwolves, you can keep cheering for the Timberwolves in the playoff and hope that maybe Amir Coffey gets that next play-in win so he can cheer for him as well. Either way, we're happy to see our Gopher alumni thriving in the NBA, and I hope it continues. I hope he continues to build, and we have a Gopher alum that can be the modern-day example of Gophers basketball in the NBA and be a role model for the guys that will be coming through the program here recently and have something to strive for. He could be the start on players staying here in Minnesota, staying local, staying home, and seeing that they can still make the NBA. So Amir Coffey is doing a lot of great things for the Gophers basketball program even today being three, four years removed from playing for the Gophers. I am rooting for him. I am one of his biggest fans right now because every step and every leap he takes, it additionally helps, hopefully, keep our kids here home in Minnesota. Now, as I said at the beginning of the show, we are trying a new segment and we're going to close on it here in just a moment. It is a game show of sorts. And I hope that you are willing to stick around and see what it's all about coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. 
Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Now, why you should choose Rock Auto is because they save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 and even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? At the dealership, you're likely to find a Honda Odyssey fuel pump that's around $353. But if you go on Rock Auto, $216. That is a great savings and that money goes right back in your pocket for what you want to do. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Again, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you in. Again, they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com All right, we are closing the show with a new one, but a fun one. So this is a new segment called Guess That Gopher. If you have ever heard K-Fan and the Power Trip Morning Show here in Minnesota, then you are probably aware of the initials game. Now, this is like our new version, our own version of that game, minus the initials. So what is going to happen is I am going to list six clues for you all. And with those six clues, they're going to get more and more revealing on who this athlete might be. So the entire purpose is you are trying to guess what gopher athlete I am describing. And the quicker you get it, the more pride you have. Now, we're only doing one player today. Again, this is called Guess That Gopher. I'll drop six clues, and hopefully you can come up with who that player is. Regardless, I will reveal the player at the end if you are stumped. Now, clue number one. This gopher lettered in four sports in high school, including football, track, basketball, and baseball. Clue number two. This gopher was twice named team MVP for his high school basketball team. Clue number three. This gopher only started in 14 of his 36 career games. Clue number four. This gopher ran a 4.48 in the NFL Combine and was drafted in the first round of the draft that year. Clue number five. Despite the limited playing game started for the Gophers, this Gopher became the first Gopher in history to rush for a thousand yards in each of his first three seasons. Clue number six. This gopher was drafted by the New England Patriots in 2006, and his backfield counterpart 
was drafted the year prior to the Dallas Cowboys. So that's it. That's your clues. And I'm going to give you about five seconds until I reveal the answer of who this is. And the gopher you were trying to guess is running back Lawrence Maroney. Lawrence Maroney was a two-time All-Big Ten first-team running back. He was an All-American by Pro Football Weekly and Rivals. He was selected in the first round with the 21st pick by the New England Patriots, and he finished his NFL career with 2,504 rushing yards in five NFL seasons. And that's going to do it for today's show. Now, if you liked this last new segment, please let me know. DM me on Twitter. DM the Locked On Gophers Twitter. Whatever you got to do. But let us know. Because I would love to make this a recurring Wednesday segment for you all. In season and out of season. Because there's so many Gophers for us to remember the good times. Again, Thank you for tuning in. This was the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the show where we always continue to row. This is Kane Rob, host of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the new segment, and please send your mailbag questions over to us on the Twitter. There's a pinned tweet right now where you can post your questions. Follow the podcast on all streaming platforms and be sure to leave a five-star review so we can help other Gophers fans find this podcast. That's going to do it for us here on today's episode. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow where we'll jump into the mailbag.